Welcome to the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. I'm Carly. And I'm Olivia. Each week, you'll hear real conversations between two moms disrupting society's lies about motherhood and children. We'll be sharing personal experiences that will hopefully leave you feeling empowered about the honor that it is to raise children. We don't have it all figured out, and that's okay. Our goal is to help encourage mothers to stand firm and mother with conviction. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the Surrendering in Motherhood podcast. Welcome back, y'all. So this week, we kind of have quite a few things that we want to talk about (laughs) that all kind of fall under one umbrella. But we are going to start with the words of the week, which are from Carly. Yes, I'm I'm so thankful I have a place to put my words. Yes. <laughs> I always send what I write to Olivia just because she is so kind and she always reads it. But I've been feeling so inspired to write lately and it feels good. It's a way that I process and get things out and I really, it's helpful for me and I, I really appreciate getting to share it. So so I wrote this a couple of days ago, I think. I think it was on Saturday. I'm I'm losing track of days. Because <laughs> the Christmas and everything happened. I'm like, what day is it? I don't even know. I know. Um, so here we go. My kids are in a phase where a Band-Aid can help ease just about any cut or painful skin injury there is. The other day, one of my children fell off their bike. What was the remedy? mama's comfort, and of course, a good old band-aid. The time came where this band-aid had survived a couple of days and a couple of showers. It had to be taken off. No, we can't take it off. My scrape will hurt, said my child, to which I replied, it has to be exposed to help it heal. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Those words came out of my mouth, and they immediately meant so much more than this present moment. How often do we think we can just hide, cover up, or just try to put something out of our mind? Maybe it's something we've said. Maybe it's something we've done. Maybe it's something we're embarrassed of or ashamed of. Maybe it's something that we knew better, but we just couldn't seem to stop ourselves. Maybe it's something that we've so pridefully labeled as unforgivable. We tuck it away, thinking that if we just pretend we can somehow outrun it. We hide it from ourselves, our family, our friends, new people we meet, and think we're even hiding it from God. We start to believe lies that are bred out of secrecy, telling us if anyone actually knew this, the very thing we fear will happen from exposing ourselves becomes the very prison that we lock ourselves in. Alone, silent, unknown, unseen, unloved, unheard, unworthy, unforgivable. The darkness starts overpowering the light. Not because the light isn't there, but because our eyes and mind are now fixed on that abyss. It's all that we can see and feel and know. Lies, lies, and more lies. Until we zoom out. With every secret exposed, every lie combated with truth, every action confessed, every part of our story that's shared to those willing to listen with understanding, 
Only then can we see that that darkness we lived in is a mere pinhole in comparison to the light that is surrounding it. All we had to do is change our focus. Exposing ourselves quickly turns from the thing that we fear will take us out to the very thing that sets us free. Wow. <laughs> when you first sent that to me, I had to reread it a few times because I just, I've said it to you many times before, but your writing, not only, I know it's, it, it helps you process, but I feel like people hear it. I know I read it and it just hits me in my soul in a way that literally no other words have. And I don't know if it's because we're so similar, even though we're so different, but everyone needs to hear your words. And I'm so glad that you get to share them here. It's, I mean, our, our kids, we always talk about this. Our kids inspire so much but I feel like that, that that literally happened. I told one of my kids, you have to expose it to let it heal. Yes. And then right in that moment, I said those words and I was like, um, thank you, Holy Spirit. Like, what a beautiful lesson. Yes. And how true has that been in my life? Yes. And I just think... I think it ties in so much to what we talk about when it comes to surrendering to motherhood and why what we say to our children matters and how we treat our children matters because our society, our generation in particular, was told, keep it all inside. Keep your composure. Keep it all inside. Don't yell. Don't cry. Don't scream. Be strong. Yeah. Be brave. Yeah. You know what's brave? Telling your story. Yeah. Being able to be like, I've been through this and look where I am now. And look at the people that I've connected with because I decided to be brave and not keep it all inside because I decided to expose myself. Yeah. Because I don't. Oh, sorry. Go yeah, ahead. No, it's and it's and it's not just. Our generation, like the generation before that was told that the generation before that, like we're talking about some serious generational things that have been passed down and passed down and passed down. And it's, we have, we have to, we have to talk about this stuff and we have to be willing to put all of those feelings and those the fear that we feel aside to break through to what it means to actually be free and to actually be known and to actually be loved. And that's what I was going to say when you said that. I think there's this fear of being known, of really being known, of people hearing your story, seeing you. Oh, and yeah. then I've been the there. Other, yes. And then the other piece is, okay, if they really know who I am, will they still love me? Truly. Yeah. And when you and I were just talking about this before we came on the podcast. We went through so much of our lives not even knowing who we are because we we weren't being ourselves. 
we were being different people because we were afraid of being ourselves because we wanted people to love us. Yeah. But what we were doing wasn't actually us. They were loving a completely different version of us. When your when your identity and your worth gets all mixed up with people pleasing and the outward and not getting past surface level and all of these things that we talk about so much, it really is like you're you're not really you. No. At all. And, and we're not talking about like what the world says about like, oh, find yourself. No, it's who, it's who we always were. Yes. It's who God made us to be. Yes. I, I believe that with everything in me, that who I am today is, is and has always been me. But I needed to do a little work and to peel back a few layers yes. to get down because it is so hard to believe that there is actually a God out there that fully knows you and fully loves you and fully sees you and knows everything about you and still loves you. If you don't feel that in real life, if you don't have friendships that reflect that, or maybe you come from a family that doesn't reflect that, it impacts how you feel about yourself. It impacts how you feel about God. Is this the part where I say it matters? Mm -hmm. it, it just matters. It impacts everything. And if, if they're, I think, behind so much pain and struggling in this world is there is a deep-seated fear of being fully known. And if people just knew that they were safe to be known mm -hmm. and safe to share their story with people who are listening with understanding, yes, it, it would it would change the world. Literally, it would to its core. It would change everything. And I think about that so often, and I think about it even more so because we've been talking about children and the holidays and family and friendships and all of that just within these last few weeks, everything would be so different if people could just really just be themselves and share their stories and feel safe to share their stories. Yeah. Not feel like they were going to be judged or made fun of for sharing every bit of them. Yeah. And it just... And we talked about this before, but we don't want this podcast to sound like a Debbie Downer sort of podcast. We want it to be encouraging. We are, we are saying sharing your stories that are painful, that you've been holding on to, releases you of that. It's still there. It was still a part of your story, but you're not just holding all that in by yourself. You have you, to expose it to heal it. Yes. And you never know who you will meet by doing so or truly what lives you will change. And it's not even intentional. Yeah. It's just, I think about, I think about you and I and our friendship. Yeah. 
if I wasn't honest about who I was and my story, would we be as close as we were? Would we have even connected on the level that we had? No. The same goes for you. Yeah. We were honest and we were like, you're a safe person. I can tell you're a safe person. I can tell that I can tell you something, anything. Yeah. And you would listen without judgment, without deciding that you didn't want to be my friend anymore. And that, that is what everyone deserves. Yeah. First knowing that that's what God does. Yeah. Every day. That he sees you and knows every single part of you. And he still loves you. Yeah. And then knowing that you have safe people in your life who you can rely on and who won't turn their backs on you. It's everything. I think it's, I mean, it, I mean, it is everything because how can, how can you heal or grow or change or do things different or how can you do any of that if you aren't honest you can't you, you can't you have to and it's it's so hard because it it feels so counterintuitive like i oh i can't i just need to act like that didn't happen nobody will understand i just have to all of those things are lies all of those things are lies. There will be people who will love you. There will be people who will hear every part of your story and they will choose to stay. Mm-hmm. And if you reveal your story to people and they're not understanding you, that's okay. And those are not the people who you need to continue to share your story with. Yes. So... I don't I have to see if I can find it, but um Carly sent me a book and it's exactly what I needed to read right now and what I needed to hear right now. I mean, I think everybody needs to hear these things, but it's it, talking about what you just said that there will be people who who come into your life, excuse me, into your life who might not be your people. And we have to live our lives knowing that we may love fiercely and that love may not be there all the time. It's a risk that we have to take. Yeah. So there's two, it's two sides to it, right? Like we have to not be afraid to enter into relationships, whether it's with a significant other or a new friendship or with your family, even taking a deeper dive with your family members. Yeah. We have to be, we have to be open to do that. We have to be brave enough to do that, knowing that it also might not work out the way that we thought it would. Yeah. And that can feel really scary. Yes. <laughs> Truly. And yeah. I don't know if it's ever going to, there's ever going to be a piece of me that doesn't feel like that's terrifying. Yeah. I think it's acknowledging that it's terrifying and also knowing that you have, you have to do it. Right. Acknowledging that, past. Yeah. Yes, that it's really, really scary and could also be the best thing that has ever happened to you in your life. Yeah. I mean, I, I think about 
So the last four years almost of my life, I have changed everything about my life, about my thinking, about myself, about my faith. And I don't want to say I just did it because uh, God did it (laughs) and I surrendered and I did my very best and I messed up and I tried again and messed up and tried again. But my husband and I have really been the last four years working on living in convictions and having a biblical marriage and raising our kids a certain way and all of these things. And it is, you know, I haven't, I think this is appropriate because I don't think I've shared this story with, I think maybe a handful of people, but before I decided to stay home with my children, I had a dream that So this was my second child was just a few months old and I had a dream that I was going to be, I was going to die and my children were never going to know me. And I woke up from that dream and it messed me up in a way that I needed to be messed up. Because at first, it faced me with my greatest fear, is something's going to happen to me, and I'm leaving behind my children. And that started the process. I told my husband, I have to be home and raise our children. And this is not something that was modeled for me. This was not something I was around but I knew that I had to do it. And I am so thankful that I have a husband that was willing to say, okay, let's figure this out. And from that moment on, we have worked on building a life that supported that. And it's been super messy. I wish I could tell you that from that moment on, it was this beautiful story and, um, but it's not. And honestly, I think that there's beauty in the messiness because of everything that I've learned, everything that I've, I mean, I hope to write about it in a book one day about everything that's got, that God's done. And looking back just the last year of, thinking about my faith and how this last year has been so transformational for us. I realized that dream was about me continuing my life like that and my children never knowing who I was because I was never going to know who God made me to be if I would have just kept on the path that I was going on. And I mean, it's, it's just, it's overwhelming to me to think about how God cares so much about every single detail. He care, he cares so much 
I started staying home with my kids. So many things happened. I was alone. I was alone in a city and my husband was working 30 minutes away. I had another baby. All of these things happened that were not ideal circumstances. And that's when I was crying out to God and I was like, I don't know what to do. And that's when the words, be still and you'll know, came to me. And that is when I started be still and no motherhood. And I didn't know what in the world that was. But I started that Instagram page and I started writing. And I didn't know who was going to read what I was going to write. But fast forward, that's exactly how I met Olivia. Of all things. I've been off Instagram for like six months. Because I, I don't... I don't like the environment of social media, but I'm just here to tell you that God can use anything for good. Anything. And he cares about every little thing because I think about every single thing that had to line up to get to where I am right in this moment. We go through life and we take so many things for granted and we forget that every moment is a miracle. Every little thing, every little conversation, every little interaction, every time you feel prompted to help a stranger, every time that it matters. God cares about every single person and every single detail so much. And we are safe to be known. Nobody is ever too far gone. Nobody is ever irredeemable. Is that even a word? Unredeemable? (laughs) (laughs) No, but nobody, you, you can't run. You can't hide. No. You can, but you don't need to. You don't need to. And I just, I remember you telling me about that dream and I think we were sitting here crying (laughs) like we do (laughs) often when we talk and it's wild to me that like you said, every little thing that has happened has a meaning behind it. And so we've said it on the podcast before we've, we look at mistakes or what other people might view as failures as a failure, but it's really not you, you, we are learning and growing with every little thing. And so, like you said, there's times where we look back and we're just like, now I understand what that was. Yeah. Now I understand the path that God was leading us on, whether it was you individually or your family. And you can see where you are now and you're, it, it just makes sense. But in that moment, there's things that we talk about all the time. We're like, this does not make any sense. I don't yeah. know what this means. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what I'm doing. But I'm doing this because I feel like God is calling on me to, and I'm going to surrender to that. Yep. And sometimes it can be terrifying. And sometimes, or it can feel terrifying. Or sometimes it might not be what what you want. And it might not make sense. 
And when you were talking about motherhood and you were saying when you made the choice to stay home, you wish you could say things like, oh, it's all butterflies and rainbows and easy and that sort of thing in the book that I was talking about. So it's called Good Boundaries and Goodbyes. And she literally talks about how she talks about Hallmark movies, right? (laughs) And in Hallmark movies, everything is fine. There's no drama. There's no nothing. There's no one setting boundaries or no one getting upset with someone or like having actual conversations. It's literally just a fairy tale. Yeah. So we're set up to think, oh, everything is just going to be awesome all the time and it's not going to feel hard (laughs) and there aren't going to be obstacles that we face and it's just going to be a fairy tale and we're all going to be okay. And we should pretend that we're okay even when we're not okay. Or we think, oh, God is calling me to do this. So it must be easy, right? Because God told me to. Yes. But I love And you know what? God loves us so much that he will continually remind us no matter how many times it takes that we need him yes and and i think that's amazing yeah and i think everyone kind of needs that yeah (laughs) until and i mean there's so there have been so many times where i just sat down to talk to god and just cried yeah and I was like, I, I see now. I understand now. And you've been there all along. Yeah. And you've been there all along. Yes. You've been right there all along. Yeah. yeah. But the, the piece that you mentioned about there's so much beauty in the mess of motherhood. I have always mm-hmm. described motherhood as a beautiful mess. Yeah. Where people have said, how would you describe motherhood? What words would you describe motherhood? to use, excuse me, what words would you use to describe motherhood? I've always said it's a beautiful mess because it is. Yeah, it is. But I would not change it for the world. No, all of the things that we face. And I just, when you were talking about how every single thing that you have faced in your life has led up to where you are right now, And we can sit and we can look back on that and we can feel upset for things that we've endured or gone through or that have caused us so much immense pain. And we can can dwell on that or we can realize that we are here now and we are who we are now because of those things. Yeah. And it's, that is such a gift from God. Yes. It's such a gift. So we can we can view these things as, oh, poor me, or look at where God has brought me. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. And and it takes time to get there sometimes. Yeah. And like, it's a process. I mean, yes. and it's okay that it's a process. And I think, I mean, I... I believed so many lies for so many years and I know I was in my own way a lot, a lot of those times. And I, and I think it can just, it's not intentional. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't want to believe that anybody would intentionally do that, but it's like shame. It can get you stuck. 
shame, guilt. Yeah. And it's, it's not, I mean, I think we did a whole episode on the difference between shame and guilt, guilt, because guilt is like, oh, I'm feeling convicted about this. I'm going to make a change. And shame is like, this is wrong. So I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Or I made a mistake. I'm a mistake. And I think that's when we need other people around us to be like, hey, I'm, I'm so sorry that you're going through this. I'm so sorry that happened. I'm so, you know, but you're going to be all right. Everything is going to be all right. And it's okay. And to know that people will rally around you no matter what. And that the shame, you just, it, it will, it will strangle you alive. Especially if you have other people in your life who are not, they're not safe people. They're not supportive people. Yeah. And they're not loving you the way that God intended you to be loved. Yeah. And this is why we talk about all the things we do. We want people to be able to have these conversations that may feel terrifying and painful and like you're exposing all of your dirty little secrets or all of whatever. Yeah. They're healing. Yeah. This is healing. Yeah. This is living the way God intended us to and loving each other the way God intended us to. Yeah. And yeah. having your children see that. Yeah. And I mean, even, even this podcast, I have wanted to start a podcast for uh, about six years now. I never thought I could do it. I never thought anybody would want to hear what I had to say. I never thought, you know, all of these lies. Lies. I was just going to say all these lies. lies. Lies, lies. And then along comes Olivia. <laughs> we meet on Instagram of all places. She reads what I'm writing. I read what she's writing. I'm like, wait, we're the same person. What's going on? <laughs> we connect. Olivia asked me to be on her podcast. I was scared to death. But I did it anyways. And then we just started talking more. And Olivia's like, we should start a podcast. And I'm like, what? I'm so scared. And we did it. We did it. And we're doing it. Here and we now are. this is 43 weeks that we have consistently shown up. And we have cried together, laughed together, prayed together been scared to death to get we've all, all of the feelings all of the things we have shared our hearts and we're having these conversations and it's and it's amazing and it's something i truly thank god for every single day yeah truly and i feel like Sometimes you can't, if you're having a hard time with your relationship with God or your hard time in your life and you feel like you're alone, he's always there. He's always listening. And when you spend the time crying to him, talking to him, praying to him, God shows you exactly what you need. Yeah. And he saw you and I, 
and realize they need each other. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. God provides everything that we need. And that is why, I mean, we name this podcast Surrendering in Motherhood. And that word surrender and the act of surrendering has changed the whole game. I was going to say it's changed my life. Yeah. It's changed my perspective. It's changed my heart. It's changed. It it's changed everything. Every every little thing. And I just think about like obviously we're recording this podcast for other people to hear it, but it's this is I just I just feel God so much in all of these conversations. And we would be having these conversations just between the two of us, even if we weren't recording them. But the thing is, is like, you see how I could have started my own podcast and done it on my own. But I didn't because guess what's better than one person is a community. So I I, guess what we both needed. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. I just, I think about, it overwhelms me when I think about every little decision that lines up to leave. You, I could have done this. You could have done that. I could have, I mean, I could have bounced from Instagram long ago. You know, I, God cares so much about the details and God cares about the details of everyone's story. Every single detail. Even the details that you don't think other people will care about, God cares about them. Yeah. And I just, I, I think we've said it, but I just want to reiterate that because I have been hurt by this and it has perpetuated lies, is opening up and trying to share with people who are not ready to understand where you're coming from. And the thing is, is it doesn't mean there's something wrong with you and it doesn't mean there's something wrong with them. It's okay if it's just not going to be that kind of relationship. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's family members that are not going to be that kind of relationship. Sometimes it's friendships. Sometimes it... And the thing is, is that it's okay. And even if it's sad, it's okay. Mm -hmm. There's not, there's not a, like a picture perfect way that this looks because God uses everybody from all different walks of life and they could be your friend, family or friends, or they could be across the United States. Like you are from me. You, You just, you never know. So if you are trying to open up to people and they are not ready to hear what you're trying to say, don't don't take that as an offense. Take it as information and say, okay, I, I'm not going to try to push something on somebody that's not ready. Because listening with understanding is the key. You will know that you are in a safe relationship whether it's a friendship or a marriage or any kind of relationship, when the other person is willing to listen, to understand where you're coming from. 
to they try don't have and- to, they don't have to have lived it they don't have to they don't even have to i mean they don't have to know any of the details but to have somebody willing to sit and listen and understand the way that you're feeling and understand how that impacted you it changes your brain it changes your biology it changes your dna this is not some woo woo stuff it literally changes you and therefore around, yes future and generations yes, exactly and therefore it it matters <laughs> this is how we talk about these things because they matter it matters it matters and so but what i mean what i was just trying to say in the long-winded way is that i i have been there where i have expected people who were supposed to love me to understand where i'm at and what i'm learning and what i'm working through and i have been so hurt and so disappointed by how they couldn't show up for me and the truth of the matter is is that not everybody's ready and not everybody will ever be ready (laughs) it's and it's not i mean that's just the truth and it's not intentional on their part i don't think most of the time and i think that's one of the biggest things that i've learned in these last three years or so is just that it's okay to grow and heal and change and not be who you were. Yeah. And people around you in your life are either going to love you no matter what, or you being different than you were may make them feel differently. And Mm -hmm. that's okay. And there has to be this, this place of understanding that people aren't people might not like if you change or grow because if they're not changing and growing that probably makes them feel super uncomfortable oh yeah while at the same time just they're allowed to mourn who you used to be yeah and you're allowed to mourn who you are like wanted somebody to be yeah and that's healthy yeah but we can't dwell on that. And I know easier said than done. Oh, Way for sure. easier said than done. Yeah. Because obviously you would love for people to meet you where you are and want to heal and change and grow too. But we can't always do that. No. And then it just has to be... You just have to put yourself in environments where you can meet yes. safe people. Yes. And pray for safe people. Yes. And it's because it's so important who you surround yourself with. It's so important. And I know that, I mean, just because of the mindset that you and I try to have, you know, with our faith and just how we view life and how we are surrendering and trying to do all of these things. It's important for us to be around other people who are doing that. 
Yes. Extremely. Yeah. Because it's encouraging. That's how it's meant to happen. We encourage each other. We cry with each other. We carry each other's burdens. We pray for each other. Yes. We do life together. Yes. How God intended us to. Yeah. And we were saying it before. I don't know if we were talking about it on the podcast or just when we were talking to one another, but we want our kids to see that too. And we want our kids to be around people who are also doing that. So it's not confusing to them. Yeah. Because it can be very confusing. Yeah. So. So I think, I mean, the, since it's this will be our last episode of 2022 i think i was just feeling so like sentimental and i just i just want people to know that sharing your story it gives other people permission to share their stories and, and it's a can- beautiful thing because then our story is not just about us because we can get so consumed in thinking about us and we're sad and this happened to us and we're and and not that you shouldn't process and deal with that stuff but when you're sharing your story it's like oh this happened to me but it doesn't have to stay in me it doesn't have to stay with me And it gives other people hope. Yeah. It gives other people hope to see where you have come from and what you have gone through. And despite all of that, where you are now. Yeah. So it's good for everybody. (laughs) It helps everybody. Exposing your wounds helps you heal. Yeah. Yeah. And I also just wanted to say thank you to everyone who has listened to us for almost a year. <laughs> I not know. Yes. Yet. But yes. I am so, I'm so grateful. And we say that every single week. Like when we're messaging, we're like, I'm so thankful we get to have these conversations. Truly. I'm so grateful for having this opportunity to, I mean, not only are we best friends, but just having these real conversations that we're working through and processing. And I just think it's, it's a beautiful thing. And I thank God for it every single day. Yeah, I do too. And I pray that what we're sharing and what we're talking about is helping anyone who's listening or making them feel less alone or helping them open up conversations with people in their lives or helping them change the way that they're parenting or whatever it may be. Yeah. I just pray that, that we're helping in some way. Yeah. And we just want to encourage mothers. And really when I was writing that and I was thinking about the dark, dark places that I've been, I was just thinking about how many people are there. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I wish that I could reach them. Mm -hmm. I wish that 
our words could somehow find them and meet them there and tell them it's okay. No matter where you are, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, no matter what you've done, it's okay. And I believe that I believe that God will help yeah. our words find those people. Yeah. I want everyone to know that they will be okay. Even on the darkest of days. Yep. So, <laughs> do you feel like we we covered all the things we wanted to in this one? I think so. Another another thing that I did think about is that I think that there is I think it's getting better, but I think that there has historically been a mental health crisis perpetuated by the church. Like if you only prayed more, if you only had more faith, then you wouldn't be depressed or anxious or, and I think that we just need to be, we need to view helping people and serving people in a holistic way. And I think, I think, I hope that it's getting better with the more people who are having conversations about this. And I agree with you. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with you. And I think that it's caused a lot of people to move away from the church. Yeah. While at the same time, we sit, we're sitting here and we're talking about God caring about the details. God cares about that. Yeah. So to say that if we just prayed more or if we just went to church more, God still cares about how you feel mentally and emotionally and physically. Yeah. He still cares deeply. Yep. And the people in your life should understand that. And gravity of that. We are a mind, body, and soul. Yes. All in one. And all of those parts make up all of us. And so all of those things need to be nurtured and taken care of. And I believe that it's what God wants for community to do that. Yes. It's how God created us. Yeah. To need each other to lean on each other, to encourage each other, to help each other. I wholeheartedly agree. I'm glad you said that. Yeah. And I know that we are built in community. Yeah. And I know that God will bring us all together. Yep. And... I just pray that our messages are coming across in the way that we intend them to. I, th- I think they are. Yeah. I think they are. Well, I cannot believe this is our last episode of 2022. I know. It's really wild. It's really wild. 
also very exciting because I can't wait to see what God has in store for us next. Yep. I I am so, so excited. All right, guys. We will be back next week, and we wish you all a very happy holiday and pray that this is another beautiful year for you all. Yep. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all.